What happens if a Big Ten team can't play a game this season due to COVID? We now have an answer. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more in today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. College football season is here and soon will the NFL. The NFL season is about to begin and nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, the Locked On's ultimate season preview is taking you through every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts. Follow the ultimate season preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Tune in beginning August 30th. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. I'm your host, Kevin McGuire, the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com on the USA Today Sports Media Group. Also a contributor to AthlonSports.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Lots of stuff to get into on this Tuesday edition of the podcast. It's typically our Twitter Tuesday, however, not a whole lot of questions came in this week, but that's okay because we have some interesting topics to dive into today, including the Big Ten's policy regarding COVID cancellations this football season, and a Penn State player being named an AP All-American for the preseason. We'll take a look at that and a couple other things along the way in today's episode. Of course, we are getting closer and closer to the start of the Penn State football season, and now is a great time to make sure that you are following this podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. We are free to subscribe on all podcasting platforms so no matter how you're hearing my voice right now make sure you're hitting that follow button or the subscribe button and then of course leave those five star ratings and reviews because that is ultimately the best way to show your support for this podcast and help us continue to grow as we get into our first full regular season of coverage with the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast and me as your host. I can't wait to get started and hopefully you're going to join me for the ride as well. It's going to be a fun year. I've been talking about it all off season. I'm optimistic about what Penn State could potentially do this season. And of course, if you never want to miss a single episode, make sure you're following on your preferred podcasting app. You can also interact with our show in a variety of ways. Of course, we're on Twitter at Locked On Nittany. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. We're also getting the Instagram feed back up and running again. So give us a follow over on Instagram at instagram.com slash LockedOnNittany. Stay tuned. We'll have some other fun announcements for our branching out process, hopefully very soon. But just hang in there. We've got some other fun things in store for you this upcoming season. I can't wait to share some more information about that once they become official. And of course, uh, I mentioned you can listen to this podcast on all kinds of apps, but what I didn't mention is that I believe now we are available on Facebook. So if you're getting your podcast on Facebook, if you like our Facebook page, I believe the podcasts are starting to feed through there. It's a little bit of a work in progress, but let me know what your feedback is. And also, if you download the Fox 43 app, especially if you're in the Harrisburg area, it's a great app to have. Download the Fox 43 app. You can listen to our podcast and Locked on Birds and Locked on Steelers and all sorts of Locked on podcasts right through the Fox 43 app, including Locked on Nittany Lions. So no shortage of ways to stay connected with the podcast, whether you're listening or interacting with us and sending your questions and your comments for inclusion on the podcast. There's no excuse not to be a part of our podcast moving forward. And we want you to be. We want you to feel like a part of this community moving forward. And as I said, no better time to get in on the podcast right now because it's going to be a fun season. I can't wait to get started. Of course, it's all going to start next weekend, or I should say next week 
technically the next weekend is week zero of the college football season. We get the Big Ten opener between Nebraska and Illinois. I'll actually have a couple thoughts about that later on this week on the podcast as I'm heading away for vacation. It's a weird time for a vacation, right? Well, a couple college friends are getting married. Good for them. Looking forward to it. So we're heading down to the Outer Banks. Uh, Going to spend a few days down there. Timing could not be more awkward for me because we're getting into our first full week of the the regular season. And of course, that throws the podcast uh, rotation into a little bit of a mix over the next week or so. I'm also getting ready to launch our first game week of coverage over on NittanyLionsWire.com. So busy few days here before we head away on vacation, but we're going to try and keep you as up to date and keep the content flowing for you as seamlessly as possible, both here on the podcast and over on uh, NittanyLionsWire.com. So uh, rest assured, we've got you covered in all kinds of ways. Of course, uh, some interesting news that came out on Monday. We got the AP All-American preseason team. Just one Nittany line was included on that. That was Jaquan Brisker. So not really a surprise that if there was only one Penn State player that he is going to be the guy that's on there. He is widely considered the best player on this Penn State roster this year. For all the attention that we're going to place on the offense because it's easy to get caught up in what the offense is doing, especially when you've got a wide receiver like Jahad Dotson. Uh, we've already talked so much at length this offseason about what Sean Clifford's going to potentially do this year. The running back depth is incredible, but as much as I'm looking forward to what the offense does, Jaquan Brisker, man, is your player. He is the leader of this defense. It is so good that he is coming back this year to play safety. That really locks down a very key position, and it's going to be very fun to see what he does this year. You know, Jaquan Brisker has been widely considered uh, a very, you know, maybe not a first-round caliber talent in the NFL draft, but certainly date round two. Round three at the absolute worst, but he is being widely regarded as one of the top safeties in college football this upcoming season. So having him uh, kind of being your anchor in the defensive backfield certainly helps uh, put you a little bit in uh, rhythm for your defensive efforts. And we've already know that the the defensive secondary is probably the strongest collaborative unit on this Penn State roster. Again, as much focus as we put on the offense, this secondary is going to be really good. Quan Brisker uh, just continues to roll in all the preseason accolades. He's already on the watch list for the Bronco Nagurski Award, the uh, Chuck McNarrick Award, the Jim Thorpe Award. He's appeared on various all Big Ten lists, all American lists, and now he is an AP All-American second team player going into this uh, 2021 college football season. Also, USA Today, I'm not going to dive into it too much, but they did uh, put out their ranking of all 130 FBS teams I'll probably dive into this a little bit more in tomorrow's episode, but I thought it was interesting and I wanted to share with you that Penn State comes in at number 12. Very interesting ranking. And again, we'll dive into it a little bit more, I think, in tomorrow's podcast. But it's very interesting that uh, USA Today put Penn State at number 12 in their re-ranking of all 130 teams going into the upcoming season. Especially since that doesn't seem to be where the national narrative is with Penn State. If you take a look at the preseason coaches poll, the preseason AP top 25, uh, various other top 25 rankings, Penn State tends to be in that bottom half of the top 25. Still widely considered, uh, probably a consensus that they are a top 25 caliber team, uh, but coming at number 20 uh, around there for the preseason polls, seeing them at number 12, very interesting. Again, we'll dive a little bit more into that in tomorrow's episode. 
It's already off to another hot and sticky week around most of the parts of Pennsylvania, certainly my neck of the woods, and that means I am sweating. I'm sweating outside and I hate it. So that's where Sweat Block comes to my rescue. It's a little bit of an antiperspirant wipe. All you have to do is wipe yourself, wipe your face, wipe your body, whatever the case may be, the night before. So when you go to bed, make that part of your daily routine. And when you wake up and you wash yourself like you usually do, you go to work, you go outside, whatever the case may be, you're not going to sweat like you were before. This is a lifesaver. This is a game changer as far as I'm concerned. And there is a reason why they've got a dry shirt guarantee. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Look, this is featured and tested. It's been on the Rachel Ray Show. Firefighters use this. It's a bestseller on Amazon for the past decade. You can't go wrong with that, right? That's a very good track record. They've got 13,000 reviews. And of course, it is manufactured in the USA. So if you or someone you love is dealing with profusive sweating, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code Locked On. You can also catch it out on Amazon or at your local CVS. Speaking of sweat, you don't have to sweat it when you have to buy anything for your car if you know where to go. And the place that I go for all my auto parts needs is obviously rockauto.com. I go to rockauto.com because first of all, they're a family business. They've been doing this for 20 years. They treat everybody like family by giving you the most easiest and straightforward ordering process, finding all the parts you need for your car. Look, if you're like me, you absolutely dread having to go into an auto parts store and try to answer questions that you're maybe not 100% confident in. You hate looking through those little cross reference guides in the middle of the aisle you look kind of lost the pushy salesman's going to come up to you maybe you get a little nervous absolutely not the case with rockauto.com because you can do this from the comfort of your home on your phone or on your desktop or on your laptop all you do is go to rockauto.com you know to make a model of your particular vehicle whether it's a car or a truck or maybe even a motorcycle and it brings you up their entire list of everything they have available in their catalog for you at the best prices available it doesn't matter if you're an amateur like me who knows absolutely nothing about cars or if you're a pro auto mechanic they're going to give you the best deals possible and that's why they've been doing this for as long as they have so go to rockauto.com right now see all the available for your car or truck don't forget to write locked on in there how did you hear about this box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com as i was getting ready to prepare this edition of the podcast i was hoping that we were going to have a little bit more information on this so-called collaboration between the big 10 the acc and the pac-12 and I had seen reports over the weekend that as early as Monday was when we were supposedly going to get maybe an official statement or an official update from one or all three of the conferences on where exactly things stand with their collaboration moving forward. As I'm recording this, that has not been the case. So we're still kind of waiting for more information on that. Maybe by the time you hear this podcast, we will have more information. And if that is the case, then we'll touch on it a little bit more in the next episode or just an upcoming episode whenever we do get more insight on exactly what's going to be going on. I will say that based on everything that I've seen, it just looks like it's going to be more focused on some kind of scheduling agreement. And I've probably touched on this before, but it's basically uh, an effort to improve the whole media rights packages that I think all three conferences have in terms of putting together some sort of structure for non-conference scheduling agreements between the three conferences, which I think there's a lot to be benefited uh, from that kind of agreement or arrangement. I'm not really sure how seamless it is because college football schedules are filled up so far in advance. And you're talking about three conferences 
well, two conferences have 14 members. The other Pac-12 only has 12 members. So I don't know how you make it all work. I think there's ways to do it. There's certainly not an impossible uh, path to putting this all together, but I think it's going to take time. And the idea that maybe all three conferences start going head to head to head uh, very early on is probably a little bit uh, short-sighted. I think this is going to be much more of a long-term deal or kind of a, a work in progress and it's going to take a while for it to maybe totally take fruition but i do think that is it's an intriguing idea and i think it makes sense especially with the sec going to 16 members with the additions of oklahoma and texas i think a conference like the big 10 has some partners available in the acc and the big uh, the pac-12 i almost said the big 12 (laughs) i don't think the big 12 is going to exist but that's another story for another podcast but i think that this is a this is an interesting deal for the Big Ten. I've been stumping for years that the Big Ten and the ACC should be going head-to-head just like they do in the basketball season with a Big Ten ACC challenge. I think you could easily do one in football and I think it would be a whole lot of fun to see it unfold. We've obviously seen the Big Ten and the Pac-12 work on a similar agreement back when the Big Ten only had 12 members before the additions of Rutgers and Maryland and that was all put to paper and that was going to be uh, rolled out but the Pac-12 backed out before we ever got any kind of schedule changes made to the college football schedule so that's why it's a little bit tricky to get three conferences on the same page with some sort of non-conference scheduling structure I'm very interested to see what they unfold though and I hope it all pans out because I think it would be a lot of fun and I think it would make for some very intriguing matchups and it would be cool to see Penn State play a team from the ACC and a team from the Pac-12 every season. That's probably a little bit too far-fetched but wouldn't that be awesome to see a non-conference schedule with a Pac-12 opponent and an ACC opponent? Probably doesn't all play out that way, but hey, I'm all for it. Let's see it happen. Uh, As for the Big Ten, there was some Big Ten news on Monday with the announcement that the Big Ten was moving forward with a COVID-related forfeiture process or policy that many other conferences seem to be on board with as well. I was kind of expecting that it was just going to be a matter of time before the Big Ten made their official announcement. Basically, what it comes down to is if a team in the Big Ten is unable to field a team for a football game, any particular week due to COVID policies, then that team risks forfeiting their matchup that particular week. If both teams that are scheduled to go head-to-head have to cancel and pull out of a game, then you're talking about a no contest, which would not impact the standings. So this is big because we see that you know the trends were seemingly going in a good direction. It's not necessarily the case right now as far as COVID is concerned. Uh, Still got a long way to go in that area, but we're not going to get into that discussion. But the bottom line is the Big Ten is taking this seriously, and it's kind of encouraging everybody to get vaccinated if they are not already. So I do think that uh, overall it's uh, a similar message that's being sent by other conferences. And I think the NFL kind of uh, took the lead on this. Kudos to them by making it uh, a pretty hard decision or make it a pretty easy decision. I don't know. It's a hard line is what I'm trying to say. And it's basically taking this COVID thing very seriously. We know that uh, Pfizer just got the FDA approval. So more vaccines are on the way. More people will probably be getting them. And now that there's FDA approval for one of the vaccines out there, uh, you probably have more ability to place some mandates uh, around the country. So again, long way to go. But as far as the Big Ten is concerned, Uh, This could be a pretty interesting development because there were a lot of canceled games in the Big Ten last year. Penn State somehow got through their season. All nine games that were scheduled with the amended schedule all got played. I think Rutgers was the only other team 
in the conference that was able to play all nine games, uh, which is a, a true testament. Now, obviously, Penn State had some struggles along the way, and there were some player availability issues along the way in practices and for games, but they managed to get through fielding a team every week of the season, which I think is in incredible because we saw canceled games in the big 12 we saw canceled games in the sec the acc every conference had games that were canceled for one reason or another one team in the pac-12 didn't even get a chance to play in the pac-12 championship game the only reason oregon won the pac-12 championship last year was because washington wasn't able to play in the pac-12 championship game so conferences around the country are making it pretty well known that they are not going to be messing around this season they do not want to adjust their schedule it's much more of a hassle to reschedule games and swap games around and move pieces around when they can just decide that hey if you can't play a game then that is a shame for you you're going to have to risk forfeiting the game and there would have been some games in the big 10 that would have been forfeited last year and that actually probably would have cost Ohio State a shot at the Big Ten Championship game uh, if that were the case. Um, now, I'm not saying that Penn State would have been able to make up the ground on that, but that's where we stand right now. So I'm interested to see what your reactions are to this. Is this something that you applaud? It feels like it's getting a lot of praise for not just the Big Ten decision, but uh, around the country. I think a lot of people are kind of on board with the idea that if your team can't play a game, then you should risk forfeiting that matchup. Uh, so, you know, that could be very interesting to see how that all plays out, especially if it costs a team like Oklahoma or Alabama or Georgia or Ohio State. If that costs them any games, uh, you know, we'll have to just wait and see. But I want to know what you guys think. So reach out to us on our Twitter account at LockedOnNittany. Are you giving this a decision by the Big Ten a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Or you just kind of waiting to see exactly how it all unfolds. Let us know on our Twitter account. Also reach out to us on our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. So we still have another week before Penn State kicks things off on the road against Wisconsin. But week zero is just days away, and that includes the Big Ten opener with Nebraska and Illinois. And if you're ready to get in on the action and play some bets on college football this year, there's no better place than BetOnline to do so. I'm taking a look at the lines right now, and I'm seeing that Nebraska is still a seven-point favorite on the road, spoiling the debut of Brett Bielma as head coach of the Illini. You know what? I'm kind of like an Illinois plus seven there. That screams to me because I just can't trust Nebraska for anything. Right? BetOnline also has UCLA as a massive 17-point favorite at home against Hawaii this week in Week 0. The line I like the most, though, it might be Fresno State minus 27 against UConn. I can't like UConn against any spread, but 27 points feels a little wide to me. I might go UConn plus 27. All right, if you want to get in on the action with BetOnline, you got to do so right now. Just go to BetOnline.ag. You can sign up for free. And right now, you're going to get a 100% welcome bonus when you use the promo code Locked On. That is an incredible deal. You have to take advantage of that. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right up to your favorite biggest casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline. Your online sportsbook experts. One of the core ideas of what Penn State football was to be identified with during the long career under former head coach Joe Paterno 
was the idea of success with honor, which suggested that not only are Penn State football players going to be successful on the field and achieve high regards, but they're also going to do so in the classroom. And that was an idea that was really drilled home by Penn State and head coach Joe Paterno at the time for years, for decades. That was the the idea that not only were you going to go and be developed into a top-tier football player that is ready to take that next step into the professional level, but you're also going to earn a degree. You're going to earn high marks in the classroom along the way. And that's where the whole success with honor thing really carried over. You haven't heard so much about the phrase success with honor for various reasons. I think the whole Joe Paterno legacy is still something that Penn State sort of keeps a respectable distance from in an idea, but it is an idea that does carry over to where we see Penn State today under head coach James Franklin. And James Franklin is kind of drilled into his players the same kind of success with honor mantra, but maybe doing so a little bit differently. Now, if you follow Penn State football on Twitter, on their Twitter account at Penn State Fball, or, or any of the Penn State football players on Twitter, then you probably saw what I saw on Monday. With the start of the fall semester, it was very clear that Penn State football players are taking it upon themselves to hashtag set the standard which was arriving 10 minutes early for classes, the first classes of the day, first classes of the semester, and also sitting in the front row. And this is something that if you've watched enough video clips of James Franklin in the practices or in the meeting rooms over the years, this is something that he has kind of made an emphasis on, not only having his Penn State players show up to classes, and not just showing up, but showing up and sitting in the first row and being there early ahead of time before the class actually starts. And that was the idea that was being sold by a lot of Penn State players. Too many to name off the top of my head. But that was it was very clear that the message was delivered in whatever the final practice was before Monday's classes got underway. And Penn State players were letting James Franklin and the rest of the Penn State world know that they were ready to go to work in the classroom. Now, the big key is continuing that standard from your first day of classes to your second day of classes to your from your first week to your second week, from your first month to your second month, and so on and so forth. You got the idea. And I do think I've had a little fun watching James Franklin in video clips that have gone viral over the last few years where he actually shows up to a player's class and looks to see exactly where they're sitting and make sure that they are sitting front and center. It's kind of funny to see it all play out. We'll see if that uh, plays a... Uh, out at all this semester but it is kind of cool and you know it goes back to the idea that James Franklin is pretty serious about the fact that he wants people to come in and be a successful part of his football program but part of that success is going to take place in the classroom making sure that they are prepared for uh, life after college and college football because not everybody's going to be going to the NFL a lot of people are going to be going off into business into media into other fields of expertise and James Franklin wants to do everything he can in his power to make sure that they are getting everything they need while they are in college. While I was recording this episode, I said earlier that we didn't get any questions for Twitter Tuesday. Well, we did get one as I was recording. This one coming from our buddy Andrew Wade, host of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Does a fantastic job covering everything with the Iowa Hawkeyes, and I look forward to doing some crossovers with him when Penn State gets ready to play Iowa this season. It's always good to talk to Andrew Wade. He does have a question, though, and I just have to raise a little bit of a stink guy to it, I gotta admit. But he wants to know on this Twitter Tuesday, why will Penn State lose to Iowa? 
Well, I sort of touched on this a little bit in yesterday's podcast as we were talking about the reasons why Penn State will or will not make their first college football playoff, and it all comes back to the schedule. I've already noted on multiple occasions that a road game at Iowa is always going to be difficult. If that game is placed in prime time, then the difficulty ramps up significantly. Now, Penn State has been fortunate to come out of Iowa with a couple of wins in their last few trips out there, but this is going to be a good year for Iowa. Penn State still has something to prove a little bit and going on the road in Kinnick Stadium if it's nighttime it is not going to be easy even when Penn State has gotten out of there with a win including their last trip out to Kinnick Stadium it was a tooth and nail kind of a game from start to finish you're gonna have to grind it out it may come down to the final second as it did the last time that Penn State was on Iowa I just want to remind our friend Andrew Wade that Penn State has had Iowa's number the last few years well except for last year I guess we can give him that one but I do think that it is going to be a very good challenging game for Penn State we'll see where Penn State is by the time that game rolls around of course we'll see where Iowa is as well so we are kind of going into the season thinking that Penn State's got a chance to win just about every game on their schedule that would include the road trip to Iowa but there's no question in my mind that that is one of the trickier spots on this schedule this season if I had to rank the three toughest games for Penn State number one is going to be the road game at Ohio State number two is going to be the road game at Iowa Number three is going to be this home opener or the season opener in week one on the road against Wisconsin. Three toughest games on the road against three very good quality opponents, including Andrew's Iowa Hawkeyes. Make sure you check out Locked on Hawkeyes podcast for all things regarding the Iowa Hawkeyes, because like I said, Andrew does a fantastic job. He's got some tremendous guests. Uh, He's really good listen for all things Iowa. You don't even have to be an Iowa fan to appreciate and respect what Andrew's doing over there. So Andrew, my question to you is, and I want to hear you talk about this on Locked on Hawkeyes, why is Iowa going to lose to Penn State when that game comes around? We'll listen to the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast to see what Andrew has to say. But of course, make sure you're checking out the Locked On Bets podcast because betting on college football doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the Locked On Bets podcast. It's hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You get daily picks, you get blowout specials, and my personal favorite, the wrong team favorite pick. I cannot wait to listen to Locked On Bets next week and hear if they think that Wisconsin is the wrong team favorite pick of the week going into that Penn State-Wisconsin game. Of course, Lee Sterling's also going to give you his lock of the day. So follow the Locked on Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Make sure you get your Locked on Bets podcast and the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast and Locked on Hawkeyes and Locked on Big Ten right on the awesome Odyssey app. You can download it on your phone, take it with you on the car ride, take it on the train, take it on the bus, take it to work, listen to it at the gym, listen to it wherever you are on the Odyssey app. It is the best place to get all of your podcasts and your music stations and your sports talk stations as well. Of course, we are available for free everywhere you get your podcasts. It doesn't matter how you're listening to my voice right now. Make sure you hit that follow button or that subscribe button. Totally free to do so. We are not exclusive to any one podcasting platform. We want to be out there for the masses. However you get your podcasts, make sure you check out the Locked on Nittany Lines podcast that way. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. It really helps us out with the placement on those various podcasting apps as we continue to grow going into the 2021 season. No better time to jump in with Locked on Nittany Lines. We also want to interact with you guys. So connect with us on Twitter at Locked on Nittany and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Locked on Nittany. Don't forget we're also on Instagram and we'll have some more things coming away very, very soon. Cannot wait to get those all started. 
My name is Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Check out all of our ongoing Penn State coverage over on NittanyLionsWire.com, a part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. I'm also a contributor to AthlonSports.com. I'm going to have my Week Zero Picks of the Week coming up on Athlon Sports any day now, so make sure you check those out as well. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of your Tuesday with me. Hopefully we come back and do it again very soon. Thank you once again for listening and supporting the podcast. Have a great day. I will talk to you all again later.